Hey Dave. Hey Tom. And hey listeners, uh, I don't mean to offend you or anything, but I think you're probably kind of quirky like us. Yeah, we're pretty quirky, and this whole podcast, being the first episode and everything, you're probably going to find out over time that we have some quirky ideas. And really, that's what we want to do here, explore all the quirky stuff that we've got thinking in our heads at the moment around technology, business, and pop culture. I think that's great. So what are we going to do for our first episode? Well, you had an idea on movie rating systems, which I think is pretty quirky. I did. Let's get into it. Movie ratings are so... You're untrustworthy, like Netflix and their algorithm, right? You mean like the 1 to 5 ratings or like the uh, 18 plus ratings? No, I'm talking about how people rate shows. Yeah. Right. I feel like it's it's such a shitty system, like the fact that you, you know, you're a critic, you go and you watch a movie and you assign a number based on how you feel about that movie. Mm. Like it's not... Um, it's not a structured process. But there could be critics that have total systems in, in, in which they create these ratings. Um, mm. But I was curious that if you took a camera and filmed your facial expressions throughout the movie yeah. and, you know, got all the data together on, you know, how many times you lolled, how many times you... <laughs> you know, it struck a grin or how many times you sort of, you know, squirmed in your seat mm. um, or, you know, uh, cracked a the, giant smile. Just the physical feedback that your body is exhibiting exactly. when you're watching this. Yeah. So if, if you took all that information from your facial expressions and, you know, your voice and turn that into data and formulated a rating from that information, would that be a better rating system than the current subjective well, four tomatoes out of five? <laughs> well, it sounds like what you're trying to... What you're getting at here is moving from a subjective rating where, you know, on any given day you can feel happy or sad or good or bad or whatever and that can just completely influence your decision on whatever you're thinking on one particular thing, whether it's a movie, something you're buying, whatever it might be. Um, but moving towards more of an objective method where um, there, is, there is this level of user input and feedback but it's being measured by something that isn't affected by the subjective kind of environmental factors that might, you know, contribute to something we were talking about earlier. Um, I think it's interesting, right? Uh, and would mean that Rotten Tomatoes just sort of like go away completely. What I wonder though is that, I mean, you mentioned different types of different types of responses. So how, how it makes you squirm, how it makes you smile, how you know, you're just disgusted or whatever, whatever the reaction is. 
A um, couple of different thoughts on that. Uh, measuring that between different people and different cultures, I think, would be interesting uh, because there's a, there's a kind of shared set of expressions that um, people have, but I think there's also nuances in different cultures socially that have different responses. But also, um, outside the cultural perspective, if you look at the different genres that there are um, within the movie space, TV, or kind of whatever media type you'd be measuring, then you'd kind of need a different system for each genre because if you're marking a comedy movie um, on the amount of responses that it's eliciting for disgust or shock or whatever it might be and have a weighting associated with those, then it couldn't really ever line up um, in the same way as a horror movie or something like that. Um, and, and vice versa, right? So if a horror movie is being measured on how much it's making you smile, then, I mean, if you really did the smiling at a horror movie, probably something fucking come bit bit wrong going on there anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, how, how do you think you could get around that? I don't think it needs or, to or be... Or does it need to be got, got around, I yeah, guess? Yeah, I don't yeah. think it needs to be a universal metric... Um, you know, this movie has a rating of X point, you know, blah, blah, blah. Are you blah, thinking, blah. like, individual individual kind of points on this? So, like, on average, um, you, you know, like, you have a 10 metric system where you've got, this has 10 smiles and five, um, oh, my gods, and... Uh, Absolutely. So, so I want to I walk into Blockbuster, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. And, and say to the guy across the counter, I said, I, I really want to lol tonight. I want, I want, I want, I want five. I need my fix, man. I want, <laughs> I want some lols. I want five or six lols tonight. Yeah. Or you know, you you might want to you might want to walk in and go. I want like at least two or three gasps. And you equally, know. like you want to walk out of the cinema and be like, that was not a five lol. I lolled four times. Give me twenty percent of my money back right now. Exactly. <laughs> and I want to see like you know, I I want to compare trailers like you know they'll tell you this movie will have you at the edge of your seat well, yeah is that even a thing i can't make, well if you, do you find yourself like, sitting so, at the edge of a seat no no that's total just hyperbole right but it okay if if you're rating this if you're using this rating system um to tell you exactly how you're going to feel and what you're going to experience during the movie do you actually need a trailer because if all you're looking for is these binary things that are like you want smiles and scares and whatever then could you realistically just go, all right, you know what, today's a scare day, today's a lull day, whatever, um, I'm going to go and pick the movie that has exactly that. And then just sit down and whatever it ends up being, you know that it's going to meet that expectation. Totally. But the trailer... <laughs> Which is kind of boring. Like, trailers are amazing. I love trailers. Trailers are awesome, but they lie. You know, they're... they're oh, so they're, they're like... They're the motivation. Like, they're... That's, that's you know, the company or the man you know, trying to motivate you to go see... Uh, which is ridiculous, because... This, uh, I'm the auditor. Like, you... <laughs> whenever you walk out of a movie, and you're like, that was nothing like what I expected, you just feel cheated, and I feel like there's a responsibility that, you know, the people have on the cutting room floor for these trailers, um, to say, this is what you can expect. The thing that always comes into my mind when I think dishonest trailers, and, I mean, you can go down a YouTube rabbit hole here... But uh, Lost in Translation, uh, Bill Murray movie? It's probably one of my favourite movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, point of contention. <laughs> see, see, see. Okay, so, hold this on. Is... Wait, wait, wait. Before you get all judgy and defendy, let, let me plead my case. So, um, I watched this more than 10 years ago, probably um, shortly after it came out on 
was it VHS and DVD? I can't even remember how long it was ago. Um, and the trailer for it is pitched it as a typical Bill Murray movie, right? So I'm expecting, you know, 10 lols and whatever. Um, but then it's this movie about self-discovery and uh, all these kind of deep emotional themes that was just not what the trailer pitched. I don't, you know what, I, I didn't see the trailer, so I can't totally... Uh, see, so yeah. this is an expectation versus reality thing. If, but you, if you don't have an expectation... That, that movie elicited a bunch of emotions that would probably be, you know, better conveyed by facial expressions and understanding than, than, than the trailer. Oh, okay, so new problem with this, um, with the, this approach... How do you how do you get this data before a film is released reliably? Because if people have not seen it and the reaction hasn't been measured, how how does one how, like how do you verify that this is a five lol or a four scare or whatever? Well, I, I feel like you just um, the same way you do with with. Fake it till you make it. The way that they do it in the moment, they show it to a focus group or whatever. But you know, do they really do that with all movies? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, you you fucking think so? (laughs) Like, geez, if I was going to spend one hundred and forty million dollars on something, I'd I'd want somebody to check it before I dropped it. (laughs) So that 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 makes sense. But at the same time, there's this kind of pulling and pushing and backwards and forwards between what you should make for the audience and what you should make as your own. There's I was listening to a Nerdist podcast the other day, actually. It was amazing. Um, uh, Chris Hardwick was talking about a quote from one of the guys um, at Comic-Con. Um, a film director, producer, who used this amazing line. There was just like, these fuckers, they take out art and they make it into content, <laughs> right? So the content being, you know, something that's contained or something that fits a build, which would be what you're talking about with something that elicits the exact response they're looking for in an audience versus a more artistic kind of guys where you, you're purposely creating something. You've got a logic or a reason or a rationale behind it. If, if you've got that feedback loop, I mean... It, there's a trade-off between having all the feedback to make what's commercially a perfect film or a perfect piece of media, um, as well as the artistic kind of uh, factor as well. So if you were to do this on that rating scheme, could you actually have the artistic component while also maintaining that uh, re- review system? Mm. See, like... And this is probably me sounding like I'm fighting for all the indie guys, which... No, 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 no. I totally get it. And Which indie guys are amazing. My... My idea is kind of... Oh, know, by just, the way, destroyed. Sorry, side thought before I forget it. This basically sounds like, you know, Facebook's like system? How it's now like, like, love, wow, oh my god. That, that sounds like that. Sell it to them. Million dollar idea. <laughs> Actually, I could see Facebook going, you know what, we're going to put our like system across every piece of media. Hmm. Well, you know what, like, um, BuzzFeed already has that sort of reaction mm. at the bottom of their yeah. articles and things like that. Yeah, you're and right. And it kind of, it kind right. of stemmed, it kind of, kind of, the idea kind of stemmed from that. Mm. And, um, you know, like, I looked at this from a point of view that, okay, if I film my individual reaction to watching a movie... 
and get the data together on what my face did while I was watching the movie. <laughs> Would that be of interest? Would that be a rating system that somebody could rely on? And I think in that standalone situation where it's just one person um, and, you know, they build um, a reputation and they get people that have the same sort of, you know, um, views as that one critic, you know, that could be something that's cool and niche and kind of fun. Yeah. But, you know, we just delved into... Um, you know, could we get a, a, an entire audience before a film is released and, you know, test this facial expression to see whether the movie was any good? Would we remove the art? I think all of that is redundant because as soon as you go to that level of technology and that level of investigation, you may as well just plug <laughs> shit to our brains and yeah. look at how our brain actually reacts to these things. <laughs> it's much more not too sophisticated. Far like 5D. Well, and like streaming services that we just download to our brain. Yeah, imagine that. Like, you know, you go to the movies and they're like, hey, the ticket's, you know, your firstborn. It's your firstborn <laughs> minus, you know, we'll give you some free popcorn if you attach this device in well, to your head and it, it gives us a sort of rating of like how. Well, imagine the other problem with technology, which is, um, you know, obsolescence. So you go to the movies and you're like, yeah, I want to see whatever that is. And they're like, oh, sorry, have you not upgraded to Brain Power version 5? This is a version 5 component only. Please go to the kiosk next door and have your upgrade performed. Like, I, the technology behind that would be absolutely crazy. The, yeah. the thing that I wonder, um, and I guess I naturally have a habit of dissecting ideas and trying to figure out where the pieces fit together, what works, what doesn't work, etc. Um, is... Really, so if you're, if you're measuring people's reactions, if I think about how reactions are measured at the moment, or actually, no, how reactions happen at the moment, not even measured. Um, perfect example, if someone wants to take your photo, yeah, you, you stop you being the kind of non, like non-cognizance, non-aware, just kind of being in the moment kind of person to that person who knows that their photo is being taken and therefore puts on a smile or strikes a pose or does the thing that's expected within, you know, whatever the photo context is meant to be. And whether that's your friend taking a selfie with you on their iPhone or like a professional photographer at your wedding or whatever. Um, so if you've got this technology that's um, analyzing people's analyzing people's feedback during these kind of things and they're aware of that, does that not necessarily have an element of tainting the data based on people's natural reactions to being monitored or measured. Totally. And, and if so, what is there a way around that? Is there a tolerance where the, it would be an acceptable level of people faking it? So, you know, just the one guy, and yeah. probably <laughs> me or you, who sits in a horror movie and just laughs their, like, their heads off just to taint <laughs> the data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, totally. And there's one thing that I didn't tell you. Mm. I actually did do this. <laughs> okay. 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 Cool. That's. I I. I sample have... size of one. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Just as it was intended, I set up my iPhone to record myself, um, and then I put on a movie, mm -hmm. and the movie was um, Argo. Oh, that's an amazing movie. I watched yeah. that a couple of months ago. Ben Affleck mm. and his his crew. Um, they have to surprisingly create a, a, a film to, um, save a bunch of people that are being held hostage or are hiding out in the Canadian embassy. True story. Um, pretty amazing story. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, great movie. So I thought, okay, well, yeah, let's, let's film myself and let's see what happens. And you just mentioned that would people dramatize their expressions because they know that they're being filmed. And, and I gotta say, I kind of found myself like making sure that, you know, my lols were heard. <laughs> yeah, and, well, it's, it's like when you're talking my to smiles were seen. So it's like when you're talking, <laughs> when you're talking to Siri, right? And the whole structure of your voice changes, the volume of it changes, and the words that you select changes as well because you kind of understand what's going to be interpreted to a certain extent and what's not going to be interpreted. Totally. And um, I think there's only one cure for that, and that's um, technology. <laughs> Two cures? <laughs> Two cures. No, it's only what, like, you, um, the you other, know, like, you, like you're being recorded for the first time on, on by, like, a, by a camera or by a, a microphone. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a period of which it's all new and fuzzy and you know yeah. the camera's there and blah, blah, blah. But then, it's um, just, it's I assure, noise. Yeah, yeah, after time, it goes away. It's like, you know, week two in the Big Brother house, it always gets a little bit more, you know, real because... Yeah. Um, people sort of tend to forget that the, the cameras are there. I also, so the, the emotions that we mentioned so far that you could monitor are all really active emotions, right? So it's a response to something. I also wonder about the, the in-between time. <laughs> so like how much of a bunch of lazy slobs that just sit there and don't respond to anything are we as well? <laughs> that, that could be an interesting comment on humanity at the same time. Okay, so really we've got two systems. One, our Rotten Tomatoes 1 to 5 system, which, yes, has its flaws and doesn't let us uh, get into the amount of detail we might want around, you know, what a specific movie or game or something entails, you know, lol versus disgust or whatnot. Um, but then in another sense, we've also got a much more advanced algorithm, logarithm, that puts all these data points into a potentially better metric, but at the same time has flaws around how it can be measured, how it can be captured, and the way that people interact in those kind of situations. Absolutely. I think we've just found another imperfect rating system. Um, <laughs> but, you know, with the experimentation, we'll probably stumble across something that yeah, finds a happy medium. I think we've just found a, another fun way to, to rate, you know, movies and, and things we can watch. But I think, the, you know, the, the real goal that comes out of this system would be the filming of people actually watching stuff like a <laughs> goggle box on TV and everything like that. I think that'd be fantastic. So maybe this is something we throw over to the listeners then. It sounds like we've got two systems and if you think one of these is the best way to go, then let us know. But maybe there is something in the middle, a happy medium between those two that could be a better solution too. If you want to do that, you can head over to our Facebook page. Tom, what are the details? Just search Facebook for Quirkcast, Q-W-E-R-K-C-A-S-T, and you'll find us. Thanks for joining us on Quirkcast today, and we hope you tune in for the next one. Thank you.